I'm thankful to be here with you all one of my last Sundays here at St. Matthew's. I'm thankful for um, the six and a half years that I've been here and just the prayers and support from this church family throughout my time here and as I have become the oncology chaplain at Baptist Hospital and I have been asked this by a few people. No, I did not have to become Baptist to work there. One of the chaplains suggested I joke that I was being baptized by the pastor at Pine Lake. I said, no. <laughs> I was like, that's a little too. Mm-mm. I was like, I'm a very proud Methodist. But I'm uh, thankful to be here with you all this Sunday. Um, In today's scripture passage, I'm going to invite you all to stand as able in body or spirit for this gospel lesson from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 35 through 47, where it says, The next day John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas which is translated Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. So the The past few months, I've had this, like, six going on seven-year-old I've been hanging out with. And she's apparently a whole lot more excitable than Ellis and Ezra. Now I see you looking at me. Because her favorite phrase is, come and see. Come and see, come and see, come and see. Uh, It doesn't matter if it was five minutes ago or ten seconds ago or sometimes even two seconds ago. Come and see. Even if it's just another bubble, she, she blew with the bubble wand or maybe caught it with the wand or how she added something to this picture that she had been working on. 
It seems like continually when I'm with her, she wants me to come and see. And sometimes when you're trying to get work done, it can be, I get a little stressed. Like Easter weekend, I was trying to work on my sermon and every about 10 seconds it felt like for an hour, she was like, come and see, come and see, come and see, come and see. this refrain that we hear a few times in today's passage. Something that that hit me this last time with her when she wanted me to come and see was the fact that she wanted me to come with her to see something. That there was this invitation this warmth, this excitement, come with me and see this. I don't know about you, but for all the other adults in the room, sometimes I wonder, when's the last time I was that excited to tell someone, come and see, come and see this with me? As Christians, come and see. Shouldn't it just be something that we should be saying? Come and see. Should be this this warmth, this invitation, this, this refrain of our heart. I want us to talk about that today. This come and see as Christians. And, and yes, part of this is about this other word of invitation or evangelism. But for all the other introverts in the room, I'm an introvert as well, and so bear with me. Because come and see is so much bigger than just this sometimes requirement that we have in our head of, as Christians, we should be inviting people to church. Because for me, come and see is so much about this posture of our heart. I want to tell you all about what it means to me today. Growing up, I was a preacher's kid, so I was in a number of churches. Diane Malvaney can probably tell you some stories from back in the day. And those churches, those churches are part of the reason that when I got to college, I wanted to go find a church to be in. Because the people in those churches, they let me know throughout my life that I matter not just because I was the preacher's kid, but because I was Aaron to them. And I could probably spend an hour naming before you all these people throughout my life and the things that they did that made me love church and love Jesus Christ. All these people who didn't have to, but chose to do things like teach Sunday school 
or volunteer at Vacation Bible School or be a youth small group teacher or slip me some candy when I had to acolyte again because I was the preacher's kid, so I had to. The people who had asked me, how are you doing, and actually mean it. The people who taught me that church is family. And so when I got to college, I wanted to find that home, that family. And I did. And soon, thanks to David Carroll, I was working there. Of my adult life, there's probably only been two years that I didn't work at a church. And those were the years I was at seminary. And again, at seminary, I, it wasn't because I was supposed to. I wanted to go find that family again. I was in a place where I didn't know anyone. And I wanted to go find that family. And so I visited a number of churches. And I went to go hear friends preach. But there was this one church. The music was not very good. They did not have a tail or an ants. Some of the sermons made me cry. Some of the sermons I've, I've gritted my teeth through. It was a small little church. Maybe 30 to 50 people on a Sunday. But from my first Sunday there, they chose to learn my name. And when a family friend was dying of cancer, different people in that church would check on me because I couldn't get home. Different people would come and let me know that they were praying for me and they would pray with me. After my first Sunday at this church, felt that that refrain on my heart come and see after that first Sunday there was not a Sunday that went by where not one to four people were in my car with me because I wanted to tell everyone I knew come and see this place come and see this place where these people care come and see this place where it may not be perfect, but it feels like home. Church is this place where we create a family, where we make sure that wherever we are in life, whether mountain high or valley low, that none of us are ever alone. Church is this place where where we don't just talk about what it means to be the church, but we actually live it out. 
Some of the things I talk about when I talk about St. Matthew's is come and see this place where every year for years upon years going back, including during a pandemic, we make, church, we make Christmas happen for 50 to 70 families in need. Families that we may never see again, but we let them know that we care and that we care because Christ cares about them. So we're going to make sure that they have food on their table at Christmas and gifts to open under the tree. Come and see this place where even during a pandemic, people gather even if it's sitting in our cars in the parking lot or on the front lawn at Christmas, holding up those candles even as the wind blows them out, still singing that Christ has come. Come and see this place where one Sunday there was a a man who was relatively new to, to taking his faith seriously and he reached out and he let Anson and I know that he had lost two friends in a tragic, tragic accident. And he showed up at church just in tears. And at the end of that service, this woman, this church member who had never met him before went over and just started praying with him. Because that's what this church is, a place where people pray with and for one another. Come and see this place where we want to be family with you. Come and see this place where we want to walk through the valleys with you so that you know that there is a light with you, that God is with you. Come and see this place. Where even when things may feel hopeless, we're going to hold your hand and give you a hug and remind you of God's promises. Come and see this place. Where we sing about the promises of God not just because we're supposed to in worship, but to remind ourselves and one another of these promises to take with us. Come and see. This should be the refrain of our hearts as Christians to hold within our very being those sweet moments throughout our lives of why we are here, of why church matters, of why we remember, why we remember that God is real and God actually cares about us. Come and see are these beautiful memories, beautiful moments that we hold. And we want to invite others to experience them as well. 
Sometimes we get really scared. I do. Seriously, I'm an introvert. I don't like the word evangelism. I don't like the being told, go out and find someone and tell them to come to church. But what always hits home with me is remembering those moments that, that the church made God real for me. Is remembering these moments of, of every church that has been family to me. All these moments that have made me want to tell others, come and see. That's what we get to do is to invite others to come and have these experiences that we have had, to come and to have family like we have here, to come and see and to come and experience the the reality of a living God. To come and see what it means to get to be the hands and feet of Christ with one another. Come and see. We at St. Matthew's have been talking for years about this building. And we bought that building. And we talk about all of the people within like a two-mile radius or five-mile, I forget, the 70,000 people right around this church building who don't think right now that church matters, that being a part of a church family matters. And we talk about we are going to grow and we are going to do things to make a space for them. And that's beautiful. But we also have to be willing to go out to them and to say, come and see. Come and see this place and sit with me. Come and see this place that makes me want to get up on Sunday mornings, no matter what the weather is. Come and see this place that has journeyed with me, this family that has gone with me. There are so many moments in my life Come and see this place where you can find a home like I did. Come and see this place where we want you. We want you here. We want you in God's family. Come and see. And be changed for it. We are a family of faith. And we say that we are reaching out to share the life-changing love and grace of Jesus Christ. Part of that means getting into our vocabulary, getting into that heart posture. Come and see. Come and see. And know 
know the warmth, know the love that comes with being here. It's what we get to do. It's what we should be excited to do. To share with others the way that church has shaped us and changed us for the good. Come and see. It's the gift we get to give. May we give it. Let us pray.